Yep. And we back. If you blink, you might miss it. You gotta click it or ticket. You gotta go get the get it before it's gone. End it quickly as if it gone. Life is short as a midget, but mine's a little LeBron. Been a minute since Eminem was a blonde. I need a peace prize, mom invented the bomb. A nigga wanted more, I would only sit on the lawn. A nigga up next, like strongly sent a cologne. I'm about to book a show at the dim, still dim a dumb. I still get hit up Sony today and get along. And shout out to Miss Sylvia Ron, we get along. But that boy advance gotta be bigger than Diddy Kong. I need stock and it gotta be Pippi Long. Can't stop, won't stop bopping like Diddy Song. My next tour got eight legs like Daddy Long. I'm about to have two kids that like Daddy Song. We can be out here pleasing everybody. Oh, we know who we are. And if you with me, then I'm with you, darling. Maybe all day long. All right. Season two, episode one. It's the dead of summer, but starting to smell like football season. What's going on, man? It's getting hot in here. So hot, so take off all your clothes. What up, Kurt? We back, baby. Hashtag. Oh, yeah. yeah, everything's off. Pants are off. Shirt's off. I left my socks on, but it, it's it's almost go time. So, uh, so just to, uh, to kind of wet the beak into this season and, and jump back into it, we're gonna be we're gonna be covering just some some basic overall fantasy X's and O's. Uh, not gonna get into any any player stuff too much because you know can't reveal our, our top secret big boards. But uh, really, just wanna this is all spurred on by the the flex debate we had going on in the league. So overall, Spence uh, thing thing I want to start with, we're just going to talk about, you know, fantasy setup, um, preferred fantasy leagues. So sort of set the table in our league. We got snake style draft, uh, quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, flex, tight end, kicker, defense, fab budget, 15 roster spots. So in perfect world for you let's let's start with the draft what kind of draft do you like the best so i can't say what i like the best because i've only experienced the snake draft but from what i read and what i researched i think the most progressive and you know most skill type of draft would be an auction draft yeah so i've never done it either um and i i'm probably gonna try one this soon this year like some just an online league but i love the snake draft so much that i also i i don't want to give it up like i want to do the auction (coughs) draft but i I also i don't want to stop doing snake drafts and i get like i get that it takes more skill and i will say i think like it it sucks for basically you know the this year particularly top top four people you know all have a chance at just based on like rankings and ADP like pretty much you got a chance at one of the top four running backs but like let's say you're you know in the back half of the draft 
there's no chance you're going to get Saquon, no chance you're going to get Kamara, no chance you're going to get CMC or Zeke or any of that stuff. Like, and I think that's kind of bullshit. Like, if yeah, I I agree with you to the point where like I I like the snake draft as well, and like it thinking about losing that sucks because like we do all this preparation and like the preparation is fun. Like that's part of the league, like, like expecting, like knowing when you're going to draft and shit, but that can't stop us from moving forward. You know, like that can't be a reason why we just stay the same just because, Oh, you know, like I like it too much. Like it's just, it's cool. You know, like, no, like if the numbers speak or, or if the statistics speak, that it's more skill and we talk about this skill 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 and talk all this shit you got you got to you got to at least give a try i mean like this is not the fucking this is not a life or death thing you know like it's it's year to year so it's not like all right we tried it this is some bullshit we'll go back you know what what does it matter yeah it's all trial and error and i will say you know like you said trial and error and, and redoing things uh one of my or my other league like we tried out keepers for essentially two seasons like kind of three so um, we came up with like a keeper rule and then so the first year we were like all right anyone you draft this year you'll be able to keep next year and then anyone you keep next year obviously you would have the option of them to keep them the third year so by the end of the third year everyone was like all right no one really likes this. this is kind of dumb so we got rid of it so I mean, when you have a league for 10 or 15 years, it's really not that big of a deal. But I kind of agree with you. I think we should try it out at some point. Um, but but then I also – I just love the draft board. Like, I love I love looking at it. Uh, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I mean, that's probably like uh, – yeah, I don't know. You, you just got to keep, keep innovating. Um, all right. So, another thing I heard about recently – I never tried this uh, because, you know, talking about how – there are some like limitations with let's say you get a pick in the back half of the draft. Um, and someone put that stat in the chat uh, from PFF that showed like the average point scored from each position. And I did. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah. There's okay. definitely, there's definitely a drop down from one to 12. Like can't, it's, there's some outliers, but pretty much it's a consistent drop. So uh, some leagues do what they call a third round reversal. So Instead of in a snake, instead of going 1 through 12, 12 through 1, and then in the third round you go back 1 through 12, um, to give the people in the, the back half a, a better chance, you go 1 through 12, and then 13 through 24. So you go 12 through 1 back the other way. And then again you do it uh, – 12 through one again. So essentially the 12th pick would have three straight picks. No. So. Yeah. No. So the, it would go instead of the first pick having the 24th and the 25th pick, the first pick would have the 24th pick and then the 12th pick would have the 25th pick. So basically you would just repeat the second round all over again and uh-huh. then continue into a snake draft ah okay okay that's that's hey, it's, it's something to think about it's something yeah to think about. I, I don't really have an opinion about it either way um but it, it's something it's interesting someone brought it or i read about it somewhere and then, I, 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 go ahead oh well, i was gonna change the subject so if you yeah i don't get why like like 
people get so emotionally attached to the way things are. That that's my biggest problem with like how things are. Every time there's a rule that is suggested or thrown out there, I guess this is a synonym. Um, it's like it's just like it's taken to heart. Like like we're coming at a, a certain person, and it's like it's not personal. It's just thought process and throwing it out there. Yeah, especially when you know our league, we've changed so much. Like. At fir- like when we first joined, there was a limit on how many moves you could make. Remember yes. that? You could only make yes. 15 moves. And we were like, all right, this is the dumbest shit ever. We're getting rid of this. And every and- time he argues to the other point, like, no, why would we change it? Why would we change it? Well, it's not- all right. We're not, we'll, we'll try- at least I'm not going to try not to pick on anybody, but I think we're all know who you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> but and then the next one was um, the waiver wire. We would do a reverse yeah. waiver wire. So so basically, and I remember it happened with Suggs one year. The one year he made the playoffs, <laughs> he he started off zero and five or one and four, something like that. But then kept getting the first waiver pick. So for the first five weeks of the season, he got all the best waivers, and then went on like like a seven game winning streak, and he was he was seven and five. So so we got rid of that rule and then put in the fab budget. And ever since then, like. I he hasn't made the playoffs. <laughs> it's it's the best rule. Like it's one of the best rules you can have. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. so and that's just what confuses me. Like why now when we've had two really good rule changes like go into effect, and then all right. So, but there's also bad ones. So last year we changed defensive scoring, and I mean, I I was one of the people that driving that change, but I, like looking back on, it, I can say. I think it was better than it was before, but I, I don't think it was good. Like it's, it was just kind of random. Like some, you don't got like, segment? do we have a segment on, uh, do we have a segment on that? Cause I, yeah. I have a lot to say about that. Yeah. yeah. We're, so we're going to get there. But yeah. so basically my point is like, I think that's something we should change again this year because last year changed. Like, I don't think it was that great. So uh, I just saying, I'm like, I'm open to changing stuff. Even if, even if I'm driving an idea and it sucks, like, all right, whatever. It's like, I'm not yeah. fucking back to the drawing board child. Yeah. Um, all right. But then, so this kind of, uh, all right. Well, last thing about the draft. So how right now in ours, we, we pull the numbers to um, pick, pick the spots. So I think that's, that's pretty cool and a unique wrinkle. But what if, you had the option of buying your spot. So maybe it came out of a part of your $100 fab. What if someone was like, you know what? I want Saquon Barkley. I'm going to start the year off with only $85. So I'm going to put up 15 in my fab budget to have the first pick in a draft and get who I want. Someone else, and this, you wouldn't be able to do it blind. I think I think we'd have to have an actual like, open forum for it someone would be like all right i'm willing to pay 16 for the first pick i'm willing to pay 17 you know something like that whereas you could have someone being like fuck it i'm not gonna spend anything i'll take the 12th pick whatever like or i'll take the seventh pick whatever the people think the worst pick is like right what do you think about that i think i think that's an idea i think that's a i I think that's something to discuss yeah discuss it's something to discuss because like no no nobody's an, uh, an expert Nobody's getting paid for this. So, you know, like the conversations that we have in there in the thread, I just want I just want answers. Just want some answers. 
Yeah. All right. Well, then this leads me to uh, the next topic. So league setup. Um, people, so actually, I think it's um, uh, the website Football Guys has a pretty good series on like things for commissioners to do to set up like league setup. Um, and they always talk about this, how you got to have a constitution. Like you got to talk about what are you going to do? Like, are people going to be allowed to veto trades? Like, are, should trades be voted for? Should like those things like that should be established. And so when it does, is it a league wide vote or is it, does commissioner just have final say and it's a, uh, it's a commissioner tatorship or a fan tatorship. So are you pro voting or pro someone ruling with an iron fist? I don't know. There's, there's, there's different things. So like for like rules like this before the season starts, I like the vote, you know, like I, I like the vote to like, cause if we're taking away things, adding things, I want to vote for it. I want to, I want to hear people's things, but if it's in season, I, th- I think that's an iron fist commissioner. Yes. No go. You know, because like it's too much gray area in season, and the money has already been. Before you start, you can always say "fuck this, I'm out." Like once you're in season, you're in season. So I think that like there can't be any gray area. There can be gray area outside of season. Yeah. Um, No, overall, I think every year before the season, like we should vote on things, and I don't think it should be. I don't think you should vote on everything. I think like you know, three or four people. It's like what we do in the fraternity. Someone would like propose an idea and then someone would second it. Like something like that or else like some asshole will want to put an IDP every year. But yeah, like if, <laughs> if there's like four or five people who are like, all right, let's talk about this. Then, then I think it should be put up for a vote. But all right. Well, it sounds like we're kind of on the same page. Yeah. And I do think sometimes in season, like someone just has to make a call. So, um, all right. League formats. So, uh, have you ever done a keeper or a dynasty league? Nope. So I've just started doing some dynasty leagues online and they are pretty fun. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it, it, it has to be viewed as a completely separate thing. Like it's, it's basically like you might as well be playing like fantasy basketball or something. Like it's, while it's the same sport, I don't think it's, it's not great to overlap. Like I kind of like that. I play with strangers on this website that I kind of like it that way. Um, Keeper leagues. I think I've decided I'm just not a fan of. And so the difference with keeper and dynasty, typically dynasty, you have players for their entire career and you know, you keep like 15 players each year where keepers you'll keep like one or two. Like there's always a wrinkle. Like I know, in Suggs leagues that he always talks about, I think like you get the person for one round cheaper than whatever you got them for the year before one round more expensive. Uh, what do you think of those? Um, again, I'm not a fan of keepers that, that I think that's just a personal bias because I like, uh, I don't have really an argument like stat wise, but I just, I just don't, I like to start each season fresh. Yeah. Same. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, care about last season whatever i want i want to start fresh and if there's somebody new out there or there's somebody good last year i want a chance to get them yep so um all right then so 
what about uh so the term is rotisserie where instead of playing someone each week you play uh it's just the highest score so it's straight you put your team together each week and at the end of the season whoever has uh the highest score wins so i went back and looked so sam was the five seed last year in the playoffs but he was the leading scorer um actually he had the greatest season of all time in terms of points and really yeah he was the five seed so in terms of last year he would have been the one seed okay um another option is integrating um and so the idea for these is that you eliminate the randomness or bad luck of just like getting high points against um the other there's something called all play where so you can play your two games or each each week you play two games so you and i would play each other and you could win or lose that game and then we would also be playing to be in the top six or the bottom six in scoring because there's 12 teams so let's say let's say you beat me but you were first in scoring and i was second in scoring you would go 2 and 0 that week and i would go 1 and 1 so i think it's a it's a little complicated and i think it's just kind of messy um but, but i do like the idea of it uh and then the third option is so this works perfectly for 12 team leagues so 13 weeks in the regular season um but since there's 12 teams you always have to play a team twice so what if you play all 11 teams and then for two of the weeks you're playing league average so it could be the first two weeks it could be the last two weeks you could mix them in randomly but for those weeks if you come in the top six you get a win if you come in the bottom six you get a loss so like a team that played either me or Bill last year twice had a serious advantage because our teams were fucking trash. But like if, you know, I don't remember exactly who McFly played, but maybe that had something to do with why he scored so many points, but all somehow had a bad record. So um, I know that was a lot, but yeah, what do you think of, of those options? Um, I think that's, I think that's something to look into. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a visual guy, so I'd, I'd have to see that down on paper. But I think it's a slippery slope, you know. Uh, and that's why I have to see it on paper because there's always going to be somebody bitching about some shit and, and whining about this and what about that. I think the head-to-head is as clean as we can get it right now. I mean, how would you implement that into Yahoo? I don't know if Yahoo has the ability to do it. I know there are websites that do. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't love the idea of the all play. I think the, the 11 and 2 makes the most sense because then you play everybody once. Um, or, actually, well, this, this kind of goes along with it. Or you go – 11 game regular season and then have like two <laughs> week, 
yeah, two week long playoff matchups. So the first week is maybe 12 and 13. The semifinals is, um, well, that still might not work. Like it could be like the, f- the first week's 12 and 13. Uh, the semis is 14 and 15, and then the championship's 16. I don't really like doing 17, but you, you kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah, so I like that. I like that better where everybody just gets a round robin, you know, and plays everybody once. Because that does suck sometimes. Like, you, you happen to play the best team in the league twice. You yeah. Know? Um, everybody plays everybody once and then go to playoffs based off that and then reseed based off either record or points and go from there. Yep. Um, all right. Overall, overall league formats, anything else uh, yet or any ideas or cool leagues you've seen? Like uh, roster-wise? Or just like any, any cool wrinkles. Yeah, we're going to get into like roster and positions soon. Um, um, no, yeah, the the auctions and and all that. Like, I've 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 seen some. I've heard of some interesting rosters that are going on. Um, I've heard of a thirty man dynasty league. I, I just don't like you said. Like a lot of that shit, you play with strangers because like you guys are kind of nerds about that shit. So like you you put a lot more time into it than other people. I don't give a fuck about all that shit. Like each year, I want to start off fresh, start new, go week to week, boom. Yeah. Um, all right. So the two, two random ideas. One, uh, we had actually tossed around in my, uh, in my other league, but it basically was just impossible to like implement. And it came up because, so we have a 12 man league, but like back, we started in high school. So back when we used to keep in touch with, you know, a wider group of people more, there'd be like, you know, guys younger than us or guys a year older than us that also wanted to get in the league. So at times there we'd have, we'd have 12, but then there'd be like three, you know, two to three other people who always wanted to join, but there wasn't a spot with them. And a few of these guys were, or were, or are really into soccer. So, you know how in relegation, yeah. in the European league, there's relegation. Yes. So we started tossing around the idea of doing that. Uh, but couldn't really figure out how to implement it. So the best idea we came up with was you have 16 teams total. So the big league has 12 teams, and then the bottom league has four teams. So if you finish the regular season, and, and we, I think the regular season is the best way to do it because it's like, you, you know, you eliminate the randomness of the playoffs – if you finish the regular season in 11th or 12th place, you're kicked out the following season and you have to go to, um, to the bottom league, which has four people. And then the, the guys who finished first and second in that four man league, they would get to now come up to, to the big league with the chance to like be there. Uh, I, I like the idea. I like that. <laughs> I like that idea dog, but like, that's so scary. But like, I, I, I I was thinking about that relegation thing because like I always talk about that. I always talk like talk our league up to other people and, and everybody's like, Oh man, like I'd get in there and do this and I'd do that, blah, blah, blah. And like I like that idea of, you know, like giving people a chance. Like this shit could get up to 
a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it, that that could be very interesting. I think that would be a thirty for thirty story if we if we started relegating people. So, and I also think it's it's a much worse punishment. So, I think the, the way I approach our league, particularly because the top the the prize of winning it is so top heavy that you know we always we always joke that if you're not first you're last like it really is true like if you don't win first place you really don't get that much money so i think strategy wise like it makes sense to have a high risk strategy because all right i came in last place but like so i'm gonna wear a stupid tight shirt for three hours or four hours like that's not that bad but if if the punishment was to that i get kicked out of the league for a year I'd probably draft completely different. Like it would change every – I would not only be playing to win, but I would much harder be playing not to lose. Like then you're really like, all right, coming in eighth place has some value because you're not – you still have a chance the next year. Yeah, but – and then – but with that said, we'd have to completely rethink the rules because let's say that something like Tim ends up in 11th place with the most points in the league and gets relegated, the last two teams get relegated, like we, we that, something would have to be done to compensate for that because that, yeah. that, that can't happen. You know what I'm well, saying? We're, we're going to talk about that. Pretty, right. We're going to talk about the last place punishment pretty soon. Um, yeah. So then, um, but everyone was like, all right, well, who the fuck are four people that are going to want to play in this, like this, this midget league or this, like this B league. So we came up with the idea just to make it fun and to make it like the Wild West. No, you got four teams. You're not allowed to have any bench spots. So you'd have like a full starting roster, if not, if not more spots. But there, it's just the Wild West. You pick up people as you go. So you can't like – it's not like you can draft, you know, Ty Gurley and Zeke and just be like, oh, like there's, you know, there's only four of us. We're going to have this awesome team. At some point, you're gonna to have to drop Todd Gurley because he's gonna be on by, or you're gonna to have to have to drop Saquon. So, um, just to make things more interesting for those four, because then you you really have to like come up with some ways to make a four person league competitive. But uh, but then also then with that, let's say somebody's in that four person league for two straight years. How, do you really think they're gonna be in that league? <laughs> um, I mean, maybe Pross. I. I I don't think – I think it would be free. Like, you wouldn't <laughs> – you obviously wouldn't make – or maybe maybe you'd take some of the prize pool from the big league and, like, the winner of that league would get, like, 50 bucks or something. Uh, but, yeah, you'd have to really, really want to be in the big league. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to fucking be a loser to fucking be in that shit. Well, no, I think I think it would have to be, like, we'd have to – So so right now – we'd have to find two people that are interested. So like, let's say, let's say Coop and Fez wanted to join. Like we'd have to say, all right, in 2020, we're going to do this, but coming into this year, everyone knows if you come in our 11th and 12th place, your ass is spending the next five months in a chat with Coop and Fez. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, that's miserable. (laughs) Um, Yo, but also, what what about this? What about twelve other people? Do we have twelve other friends? No, like, just 12? I think it's, it's. I think that's too hard. Okay. 
well, yeah, I just don't know. I mean, that would just be a nightmare to to commission. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess so they can have do- like a sub commissioner, like for their league. They would, would you- be like com- a completely separate league, but they would be fighting to get into our league. So we yeah we would have to do something to make our league a lot better because then they would just be like all right well we're just we're just gonna have our own league like <laughs> but they know they suck you know what I'm saying like we gotta get twelve people that kind of suck like how Pross came up or or, or you know, I, I I how I, I came up you know what I'm saying like how I was like years ago yeah how sucks is now you know <laughs> I don't know it's. It, it's a, it's like a fun idea, I think. I, I don't really know how to work it out, but... Um, On to the next. Yeah. Um, uh, the last one, do you, uh, do you play... Do you ever play DraftKings or, or FanDuel? Every now and then. Uh, yeah. It's hard to, like, keep up with it for, for 16 weeks. I want to figure out a way to, like, implement the two. You know, but it just doesn't exist, and I don't really know. I mean, maybe that's our our billion dollar idea is putting the two together. But um, I don't know. I think it'd be fun to have a league where you had elements of both. So you had season long, but then you could also maybe it was uh, I I don't know. It, you know what I'm saying? Like somehow mixing the two. I don't really know what it is, but. Um, like a daily with a with a week. Uh, yeah, that's that's a little. I don't know. That takes that's some Zuckerberg shit. That's a lot of thinking. All right. Um, roster formation. So, oh wait, hold on. No, I have one more thing. Oh, scoring. All right. Before, before we get to score, roster scoring, so there's standard leagues. There's PPR. Uh, there is so we're PPR, which I'm I'm a big fan of. I think standard leagues suck. Um, Terrible, but there are some arguments to them. So, um, there's, so, there's diehard people for them, and I, I just I don't even know what to say to them. So, yeah. So the the argument is the reception doesn't necessarily have to do a lot with football. That like basically the fact that a the fact that a check down catch or like a running back screen is worth the same amount of points as someone running for ten yards, I think is what like grinds people's gears. So which I kind of get, but I'm also just like, yeah, you know, shut it's up. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't even know. So what? Like that's what I want to watch. Like that's that's yeah. But running gun league. <laughs> so I th- I think PPR was originally invented because at the time, like whenever it was, you know, late eighties, early nineties, running backs dominated so much that um they did that to to balance out the like passing so that when pe- receivers could get more points. Cause that was back in like Emmett Smith and Jerome Bettis when they were getting like four hundred carries a year. Yeah. So I think an idea for now for modern is tiered PPR. So 0.5 per reception for running backs, one point reception for receivers, 1.5 reception for tight ends. Yeah, I, I, um, 
I, I was I was I was thinking I I didn't think about that the the whole tier, but I was thinking about that one point five for tight end. But that would really throw people like Ertz and Kelsey out the fucking water. Yeah, first round picks. Yeah, they'd be number one. They 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 should be number one overall picks. In in that, in that case, um, but again, that that is something to think about because, like you said, like PPR. Like if you told somebody about PPR twenty years ago, they look at you like you were stupid. You know, um, so now I, I think like that is something to be, to be added into and, 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 and maybe that would be a reason to add a second flex. Bam. Boom. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the, the, the argument, uh, or the counter or, or like the natural flow of the, um, PPR argument that, you know, it doesn't actually add anything to a football game is points per first down, which I don't really even know how you would calculate that. But again, interesting idea. I don't have an opinion about it. I think it's, I think it's a little too advanced. Um, but what do you think about points per first down? Oh, that it's, is advanced. It's, I mean, what, my question to that would be what, what would be the point of adding that to your scoring? Like So you're doing that instead of um instead of points per reception. So right now the uh, argument is all right, last year James White had like eighty five catches or something crazy like that. He was the RB seven. No one is going to pretend he was the seventh best running back in the league, but he was the seventh most valuable running back in the league in fantasy football. So, all right, how can we make fantasy football more in tune with the actual game in the NFL? Two points per first down. So, all right, now his, his three yard check down doesn't have the same value. Whereas, you know, Sony Michelle who rumbled for an 11 yard run or something like that. Now he gets, he gets 1.1 points plus the first down. Now it's a 2.1 run. So I think that's kind of the argument for it. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I can't argue against that as far as like the value it brings to, to a league, but that, that, you have to rethink your whole strategy. Whole yeah. Strategy. Uh, I'm not quite there yet down the rabbit hole of, of being a fantasy football nerd points for first yeah. down. I think I, I think I'm closer to tiered PPR, but I don't even necessarily want that. Like I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with PPR. Yeah, as 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 am I. Like I'm a I'm a standard fantasy football player. I'm not. Yeah. Um. I'm not all right. So what do you? So DraftKings has this rule. What do you think about yardage bonuses? So mm. hundred. I, I, I always thought that you should get hundred yard bonuses. Like if you get a hundred yards, but you don't get a touchdown. Like, you need an extra 10 points or an extra five points. Yeah, I think – I'm not sure what – I think DraftKings does three points. So, if your running back or receiver gets to 100 yards rushing or receiving, they get an extra three points. And then if your quarterback gets to 300, point, 300 yards passing, they get an extra three points. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with that, absolutely. Because let's say, let's say you're just pounding and grounding, you're having a great running game. Let's say you like 100, 100 yards. You, you should get an extra three points. Get to 150, you know, maybe an extra point at 150. Because 
sometimes you just don't score the touchdowns. But, you know, I, I guess you can argue, oh, what about this? You don't get that for something else. But I do think you should get that for uh, yardage. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I could pick one, I, I th- I'd st- still probably go tiered PBR over the yardage bonuses, but I guess they're cool. I'm trying to think of how it would impact my player valuation. Like, I guess Julio has to become the number one receiver, right? Because he's – Hands down. Based, I mean, the last five years, he's either been first or second in the receiving yardage. Yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, it's – I don't know. Sometimes it's unrealistic to think. Like, I, I think that the yardage bonus would really give more value, like, even even out the value. Because sometimes it's just unrealistic. Like, Saquon was good, but you got to give more value to somebody that's good on a better team that just doesn't always get the touchdowns. Or he just doesn't always get the dump down, you know? Yeah, or like David Johnson last year who he had 1,200 yards. He just like <laughs> – the Cardinals sucked. They didn't score that much. So. Right, right, right. He had, he had a few yards with 100-yard games. Like, give him an extra three, you know? Like, how, how, what do you want him to do on the Cardinals? All right. To the main event, roster setup. Mm. So, I guess we'll start. Tell me what your uh, – if you were to start a league today, how would you make the rosters? Okay. And, and also why. And then we'll go – we'll cover each one of the, the, like, the main things. Okay. One, I would have no kickers. Kickers fucking suck, okay? And nobody comes into a game planning to kick. Kicking is a result of failure. So it's almost like paying third place. And we don't do that, okay? Oh, you couldn't score. You reward the kicker. And you know what? They don't get paid that much. So they shouldn't be in a high-dollar league. So somebody pointed out to me, a coworker of mine, other Kurt, pointed out to me, top kickers, maybe maybe a unicorn, Zerline, Tucker one year. Everybody else is pretty much the same. Two through 20 is pretty much the same. So you're going on a luck whim on – if they kick this 50-yarder today, if he makes this today, if in our league, if he misses it and, and loses some points, when you had – a and, and let's say they, their kicker had an extraordinary week. It doesn't mean he's that much – the 20th kicker is that much better than the second kicker, so you're not doing that much strategy. So why should you lose games off of that bullshit? No kickers. Bye. Boom. Defenses. Let's take the defenses out of the game. It's just because it's just too hard to really gauge their values without IDPs, I think. Um, we tried it last year, and, it, you know, it, it wasn't really much difference. I, I just think that replacing that spot with a flex and doing – because you're, you're judging the defense as a whole, all right, as opposed to trying to find 
a little small player, doing a little bit more time, finding a plug-and-play. You might drop him the very next week. But finding that spot and putting him in there for a flex, for a positional player that you, you know, that, that I, I think takes a little bit more strategy than just, you know what I'm saying, like, oh, they're playing the Browns. Okay, let's just let's put that defense up there. And then, then there's – I honestly think that there's a lot more players out there than you think, especially with PPRs and, like – I agree, yep. systems. Like, I, I think there's a lot more players than you think. So we're going with those. And then I'm going – I'm going two flexes. How many spots do we get? Um, I'm going two flexes, two wide receivers, two running backs, and a quarterback. Boom. All right. So, so recap it. What were those? I'm going a quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, two flexes. How many tight ends? Oh, and a tight end. A tight end. One tight end. Or so, maybe three flexes, no tight end. How you like them apples? It's interesting. I think I, I like having a tight end. Um <sighs> So here's here's my thing with kickers and defenses. Like, I'm not totally against them. Like, I don't mind. Uh, I, I don't mind if you want to throw them in there as an extra, but the fact that we, if we have those and it's a 15 man roster spot, then we essentially have. Uh, 13 spots for what nine nine positions or like something like that or seven like i just don't understand why we wouldn't have the have another flex like i think it should be same same thing quarterback two running backs two receivers two flexes tight end if you want to have kickers and defenses then there should be at least 16 roster spots but to like to not have those flex spots like you said, like uh, people are worried about the bye weeks. Like, it, if you have an extra flex spot, it's not an issue because you have more positions to to be able to fill those spots in. Like, you could play two tight ends. You could play. So, I, I pulled something up, um, kind of explaining the uh, like the the thought behind it. So, basically, if if you have two running backs, two receivers, and a flex, you only have three lineup choices, whereas uh, you have six lineup choices if you bump that into two flexes. So I know you said you're a visual person. This may not make sense, but um, you could go two running backs, four receivers, one tight end. You could go two running backs, three receivers, two tight ends. You could do two running backs, two wide receivers, three tight ends, three running backs, two receivers, two tight ends, three running backs, three receivers, one tight end. You could do four running backs, two receivers, one tight end. So it just gives you like like a lot more options. Um, trying to here, I'll pull up the uh, the draft board that got sent. So like I think it was was dog last year. So um, 
So here's a good example. Um, all right. So like last year, I think is dog who had James white or he made a trade, but like, you know, let's say, I think it was, I think it was Evan Silva tweet is the one I saw, but he was talking about, you know, let's say you started your draft off with, um, you got like Gurley in the first round and, you know, the way it was going last year, you, you could have got, you know, CMC or somebody like that in the second round. So they both turn out to be top five running backs. But then in the 10th round, you also snagged James White. But like, you need to be able, like, you wouldn't be able to play him if it wasn't for the flex. Like, you should be able to play all those. So if you happen to hit a couple late round guys, but then right. your, your first and second round picks also pay off, like, you shouldn't be punished for that. And then for people to say that, you know, all right, the skill is the lineup choice. No, the skill is is drafting Players. and having all of these people on your team, having just like this loaded team that could actually go out there and smoke people. But instead, you're what the what the limited roster does is it gives the worst teams like more of a chance. Like it it introduces more randomness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially I mean like with with tight ends being more receiver types and running backs being more receiver types uh like you kind of it's not positionless football but people are, are are more flexible hence the word flex in their positions so yeah you're right like it it it's not about being a, the, stri- the the skill is not being able to pick a running back and, and, and put it here. It, the skill is being able to identify the talent and, and, and pick those players. Like it, it's, it's a waste to have them on your bench because you can't start three wide receivers, four wide receivers, you know? Yeah. Um, the other thing, uh, this, this thing I saw pointed out, um, people talked about the bye weeks that, you know, you know, during bye weeks, you won't have anybody to start, but the the bye weeks should become more manageable because you have that that more flexibility. Yep. So, if two of your running backs are on bye, but you happen to have four good receivers, you know, in if you only had one flex, you would have to drop one of those receivers if you didn't want to drop your good running back. Whereas if you have the extra flex spot, now you can play that guy on your bench without worrying about having to drop him. Like it just, it actually, I think it gives you more options. Um, what's the, uh, what about super flex? What's that? So super flex is essentially, it's another flex spot that you have the option of playing any position, but you also have the option of playing um, a quarterback. So it essentially turns into a two quarterback league. So it makes, um, it just makes, brings some more value to quarterbacks. So everyone is starting. There's, instead of having 12 of 32 quarterbacks starting, you're starting 24 out of 32 across the league. No, anything that allows you to do two quarterbacks, I don't like. Okay. Never two quarterbacks on the field. I don't want two quarterbacks on the fantasy football. Yeah. I, I don't really have an opinion about it. I know Drama's done it. 
Um, so maybe we'll have to have him chime in. Um, so yeah, so you think uh, – so how many roster spots then? 15 or 14? 15. So 15. Wait, wait, wait. Are we taking away kickers and defenses? Well, and what would you do in your perfect league? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, take away kickers and defenses, have 14 roster spots, boom, two flexes. Yeah, I think that also taking away – that also kind of balances out people's fear of there not being anything on the waivers. Yeah. Um, so, so what are you doing in your other league? Because I know you said you changed it. Just that. You're doing that. So you, so you pulled kicker and defense? Yep. Nice. What was what was the reaction? Um it 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 wasn't too much of a reaction. It was I don't I don't like it it wasn't much of a reaction at all. It was okay. People were just like, uh, oh, all right, whatever. Yeah. Oh, the one guy tried to say he, he brought on the this one guy tried to say he brought on the idea. Um and I was following him, but you you know, come on, <laughs> come, on now, come on now. Yeah. And and that's the thing, like, I mean, I would be – if people really want to keep the – so the, overall, fantasy football is supposed to be fun. So the more points you score and the more roster spots you have, I think the more fun you're having. So yeah. if people want to keep kickers and defenses, then we should go 16 roster spots. And then you just throw that in. But, like, I, I think the, the second flex is just a no-brainer to me. If – I mean, if I had it my way, it would be three receivers, two running backs, and two flexes because, like, over half the league is running three receiver sets. Like, what about this? 70% about of the time. One quarterback, one running back, one receiver, one tight end, flex. All the rest flex. So, I guess that would be – Three flex? Um, receiver – yeah, three flex. Did I say that already? Uh, no, four flex. Four flex. That's, that's bold. Yeah. I think it just blew my mind. I mean, you start one of each, one of each position. You got, I mean, you got to start that and then boom, let, let you do your own thing. Oh, this is what I was going to say earlier that, that like, I just totally forgot mid thought. So this year in, in terms of ADP, like. Let's say, let's say you were like uh, James Drake a couple of years ago, and you were just, you know, hot Stupid. and heavy, hot, yeah, hot and heavy for tight ends. Uh, you could start, especially this year. You could go first round Travis Kelsey, second round Zach Ertz, third round George Kittle. But in our league right now, and and the thing is, that's that's like a viable option. All right, it's not like you're starting quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. These are all skill positions that you wouldn't be allowed to play them right now. Like you're, you're shackled by our, our roster requirements when you're getting what last year, all three of those guys were top 25 players. So why shouldn't someone be allowed to start tight end, tight end, tight end. If you're getting three top 25 players in three rounds, like I I just don't understand it. It would, it would open up the drafts as well because you wouldn't be pigeonholed to do things like that, to skip over players that you know are good, but you're not going to know where to put them on your roster. 
Yeah. All right. So we were talking about the relegation stuff earlier. So last place. So as a reminder to everyone, I came in last place last year. So this isn't, uh, this, this truly has nothing to do with that. Right. No, no, no. Cause I, cause I tried to bring this up before and it, I don't know if it ever actually got settled. It, it didn't. No, it got settled. Last place is regular season. So it is regular season. All right. Yeah. So regular season 12th place. So and this is what, and we'll see if this makes sense. So <laughs> drama won the championship. Yeah. Do you think he had the best team? No, I mean, on paper, no. All right. I came in last place. Do you think I had the worst team? One of, I mean. Yeah, as you can hear my fan, it's more of it's more of a uh, like a, a question to make you think. So, so winning you can control because you can control how many points you score, but losing when you look at the numbers, losing always comes down to who has the most points scored against them. So, like, went back and looked at every every season. Uh, last year, me and Timmy had the two worst seasons uh, of all time in terms of points against. And so, he actually got screwed more than me, the fact that he didn't make the playoffs. Um, but basically – there was there was nothing we could have done. Now it wouldn't have made a difference for me because my team sucked anyways. I came in eleventh in scoring, mm-hmm. but he actually had a chance. So then I went back. I wanted to figure out like how many times does the lowest scoring team actually finish in twelfth place? Um, so two thousand twelve was our first year. Only. Three of the seven years did the lowest scoring team come in 12th place. The other times it came in 11th, 10th, 8th, and 11th. So the point I'm trying to make is it seems kind of arbitrary to punish a person by, in this, in our, the case of our league, by wearing a shirt for something they actually don't really have any control over. You know what I'm saying? I I mean, I hear you. Are you asking for my response? No, no, no. Well, yes, I want to know what you think. I, like, Shut the fuck up, Curtis. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I might care about all that bullshit about... We're not, we're not going into details about why you're last place and is it deserved do you get this criticism motherfucker if like you said first or last and you just happen to be the the best person to make fun of one because you're fat two because you came in last place so you know what you guys to fucking deal with i don't want to hear your statistics or your semantics or all that bullshit that you got going on i ain't listening to a word you said curtis all right everything you said is fair and i agree with but you know we spent this whole time talking about doing things to remove luck and add skill. So like that, 
that counters that. No, so what I'm what I'm saying to that is is that that that's that is fine to to see who will win. But the the luck that comes with last place is the luck that comes with last place. Okay, so like when we change the things for skill, that's fine. We'll 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 speak about the champion, but we're not going to give a fuck about why you're in last place. Okay. Like, yes, it, it <laughs> sucks that you had a lot of points scored against you and you probably didn't have the worst team, but you came in last place. So we don't give a fuck. You're putting on the size medium <laughs> and you got to deal with it. Okay. I guess that, 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 that part of there is the best part of the luck that comes. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to happily do that. And like, fulfill that but moving forward in the future we're now 12 people agreeing that one of us will randomly get punished for something that they have no control of and you there's, you, there's gonna have to wear a shirt you want, you want someone to agree with you on that so you can feel better about wearing that shirt this week <laughs> Um, and I mean, maybe some people will agree with you. I mean, maybe we all agree with you, but it doesn't matter. It's not going to change the fact of who wears your shirt. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. person that comes in last place at the end of the regular season is going to be that person. I don't care how many points. I don't give a fuck about the history of points scored against right now. All right. We're talking about last place. Okay. Last place. Wear the shirt proud, Curtis. There it is, folks. Wear the shirt proud. I'm going to wear it. It could be you next year wearing a halter top. It could be me, but I'm not going to spend any (laughs) moments on next year's podcast speaking about some statistics about why I'm in in last place and is it deserved, okay? Just know that, people. Know that, listeners. All right, I'll bring it up for you, then. All right, that's all we got. Anything you want to add? Nah, man, I'm getting antsy, real horny, getting ready for this draft. Uh, I'm fucking ready. What do we got? 20, I guess tomorrow's Thursday, so tomorrow will be 23 days. 23 days, 23 days. I've uh, I've started mock drafting blindfolded, so I just fully fully in the zone. Oh, oh, nice, nice. I'm getting some, um, I'm going to just want to let everybody know I'm going to have some Beyond Meat ready for our, our, our draft. And you know we're gonna give y'all some some different style cheese steaks, okay? We introduce a healthier Philly. This is a dirty city. Uh, are you gonna bring um, the vegan mac and cheese? I might cauliflower. I got a new recipe: cauliflower mac and cheese. Wow! <laughs> Ready to be blown away? Pick your job, Kurt. I know. All right, that's all. We'll uh, see you in a couple weeks. All right, brother. It's been real as always. Like Superman trainer, real, real rare. Like Super Saiyan Mega, I jump, stomp, stomp on Lucifer Satan. Now I got a few rings on Jupiter skating. I meant to say Saturn, switched up the pattern, smoking on some shadow.
ladder got me higher than a ladder thanks i'm flatter my baby mama batter you look like mick jagger oops the grease flatter hot hot Ooh, jumping out the grease it's a whole lot of degrees about to come about the fleece please please i don't want to hear a beat trying to catch the sleep trying to count some sheep hot damn hot water hot shower hot land of smoking green cauliflower tangerine yeah i call it sweet and sour and my lawyer say a surgeon i'ma call him in an hour dude i just called a plug and his phone was unplugged i was looking at doug like dude that shit don't even make no fucking sense like having fucking arguments for paying 50 extra simple barbecue saucing on the workers at mcdonald's i don't want to sit and argue good burger should have taught you we all dudes and i'm all professional and proper but my baby mama stopped me in the meeting just to airdrop me some news hot damn hot water hot shower hot land of smoking green cauliflower tangerine yeah i call it sweet and sour and my lawyer say a surgeon i'm gonna call him in an hour yeah hot all the flight louis v off white i just made a dub and she trying to spend a night her they need more yeah my jeans dior shawty got cake if you trying to eat more think they need more i think they need more this is second round i'm trying to speed more going stupid going crazy big gas in that mercedes pull up lit going 30 pull up big in a hurry shoot your shot flex a lot big cheese hella nice chopping screw michael white point them out air them out give me right sip a sprite 